and welcome back to Get Real Gaming. It's the show where we get real talking about the latest and greatest in video game news, reviews, and releases. I'm Richard, your host, and with me, as always, it's the guardian of my galaxy. It's Lawrence. How are you doing today? I worry that when we get a mass following, as all podcasts tend to do, that people are going to write strange fan fiction about us now. No, no way. No one's ever going to hear this episode. It's going to be like one of those episodes that no one goes back to. Oh, okay, that's, that, be that's, the... that's good. Because it's... I don't want to do a podcast. I don't, I don't want to do an episode where we have to read out the fan fiction. Oh, yeah, that would be weird. That would I be weird. I don't want that. I'm uncomfortable. But how are you? You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. How about you? I'm all right. Um, we've had some video games come out. We have had some video games, and we've had some video week. game movies coming out as well. We have. Uh, there's lots to talk about today, uh, lots of news, and we're going to mm-hmm. start by talking about, yes, Guardians of the Galaxy is out yesterday, <laughs> so there you go. Um, I'm still um and R in order to buy it, but I probably will buy it. It'll probably end up on the Game Pass at some point, because Avengers is now on the Game Pass. So Yeah, but Avengers is on the Game Pass because it got really desperate. Yeah, but, you know, if if people don't all jump on board, I guess it'll just end up being on the Game Pass anyway because it's better to have people eventually be able to play it rather than them not ever download it to play it. Mm. Um, so, But so far, it's had pretty good reviews. I probably won't be going in on it anyway just because I'm not, like, a super diehard, like, Marvel video game guy i don't really do the video game the marvel video game stuff um i don't even think i'll play avengers because that requires me going on my xbox lawrence you don't so, do well no it's on pc you know it's on well, oh, no, well, you got the game pass well you? yeah well, you, well i don't have the game pass ultimate for pc you know so i don't have that I you, only, you don't oh well, yeah you need this but yeah uh, it's not even worth the game pass to be honest no i don't think it is and so i won't be doing the upgrade um but what else have we had? We've had some other games this within the We've last week. We've had the Football Manager 22 um, beta. Oh, yes. That was, that, so mm. you'll be talking about that. Do you want to talk about that now? I played it. Yeah, I played it. Okay, so tell, tell us all about it. Break it down for us. Okay, so so I started in Harrogate Town because they're the only people that would give me a job. Right. You know, a young, a young, young 28-year-old gentleman... Yeah. English gentleman wanting to break into the world of football. Okay. And I had taken Harrogate Town from a relegation team all the way up to the first. And and we had five five um, matches to go. Okay. Is and this was, five matches and I was to go like, in what? Five matches to go until I win like until I, until I win that league, get promotion and get the trophy. Okay, so you were in you were in a league. In the, in the first time in their history. I would have gotten them a trophy. Okay. So what happened? And then disaster struck. Oh no, what happened? I had an argument with the board because they wouldn't allow me to sign one of the players that we had on loan, which had helped us all season. Oh my so god. Like, right, okay. I'm not happy here, so I'll just take a look at, you know, I'll just, I'll just see what happened. I'll just, I'll just see what other jobs are out there. Yes. And as soon as I click apply on one job, I get a notification. You have been sacked from Harrogate Town. Oh no! How would they? So s- all my hard work, all my hard work from day one of the season to the literal five matches before, ruined down the down the pan down the pan down the pan. No way. And then I got a job with Peterborough Town, who were facing a relegation battle. Okay. Um. I kept t- tabs on Harrogate Town. They came third. Ha ha. Yeah. Um, and we had to win literally every game. Every single to one. Get out, to get out of the relegation battle. There was only like five, five, five games left. Yeah. And it came down to the very last game of the season. All right. Because we were, we were on level on points with the, the team above us. I think, I, I can't remember who it was. Uh... And I had this sinking feeling. I go, oh, God, it's on goal difference. 
So we needed to score more goals than them. And we had minus 20 and they had like minus 15. So in this one game, we had to win 5-0. Oh my God. To draw? No, to, to, to beat them. To oh, kind of right. to, so, to get to get above them in the table right. to survive, yeah, and it was like four nil until like the eightieth, eighty fourth, eighty sixth minute. Okay, and then I got the notification they had lost their game. Yes, and we literally needed one more goal. No, and it was like the ninety second minute of extra time. And my striker just slots in the back of the net. I'm just there. I flopped on the bed just like, oh, I can't take it. It's too emotional. Oh, I'm knackered. What I'm a story. Amazing. So you've, you've touched it since. That was just the beta. That was just the beta. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first season in football manager. Brilliant. Okay. So uh, good fun all round then. You might, you did it. Yeah, it was very you good celebrated. Fun. I'm celebrated. I had a nap and I was mentally exhausted for the rest of the day. Wow. A video game truly pulling the emotions out of you there. Well, really was. When you're back in business, you can then get in a car, Lawrence, and go for a drive around the NASCAR Raceway in NASCAR 21 Ignition. (laughs) I mean, I can only go left. Yeah, it's all left turns, so you don't have to do much. (laughs) Imagine a Tesla driving around a NASCAR track on like. Well, it wouldn't break, would it? No. It would just do auto left turning the whole time and tell you off when you take your hand off the wheel. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's pretty much everything interesting within the last week, I think. Unless you've got anything you want to mention. Yeah. Um, not that I'm aware of. No. Next uh... week we've got a couple, of, a couple of, well, as of after this goes live, there will be Riders Republic will be coming out. Oh, I played that. Oh, you played the open weekend thing. Yeah, they, they had yeah they had a, a trial week. All right. So, have you got some things to say about it then? It's um, how do I put this? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. I would say that like, sounds the the third person camera feels like an addition because it feels really stiff. But on first person, that's how it feels like it's meant to be played. Right, but first person is potentially a bit motion sick inducing, surely. Yeah. And so. they've only got skiing, snowboarding, and um, bike riding, and like I think, uh, like jet w- jet wings kind of thing. Yeah, you know? the jet. Yeah, I know what you mean. The jumpsuit type when things. You're kind of looking at it and going, "Where's skateboarding? Surely you'd have skateboarding or motocross." Or something like that. But do you think but, maybe that's in the that's not in the free week? Maybe, maybe. But I don't. I don't think so because like the free free week is actually it's the full game. Oh, you can like you've got a timed limit thing on it. Oh right. What was the limit? Um, I think it was like six hours. Oh, you had a whole week to play a whole six hours. Six hours. Amazing. And to be honest, I was bored within the first four. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Well. It comes out like on it's the... it's stunning. Don't get me wrong, it's stunning. Yeah. But it was just... <laughs> yeah, it's like a game that's not really a game, but they're trying to make a game out of it type thing. It's more of... It feels like it's missing stuff. Yeah. It feels like it needs to add more. Like, more, um... Like, just sports. Yeah, okay. That's some good feedback, I reckon. You can mm. take that on board. Well, so, yeah, that comes out, um on the 28th and then we've also got Fatal Age Frame Age of Empires 4 no we're and not I'm Fatal Frame Age of Empires 4 yeah Age of Empires 4 is also coming out tomorrow and, oh. and that looks really good mm, I've got it pre-installed yeah I should actually you know what that might be a game worth getting uh, Game Pass for to play I mean yeah I mean what does we we could have a LAN night Oh, we could. We could definitely Ooh, do that. We could have an Age of Empires land night. That would be pretty fun. We should try that. Uh, well, we should. Um, we'll, talk to, we'll talk to the boys about it. Graphically, looks really nice. Although I do miss mm. the old art style. I do miss. I do miss yeah. it. Even though it's better to be in three D and there's more detail. You know, there's obviously a lot of nostalgia baked into the old two D style graphics. Yeah, the the, the two point five. Yeah. Graphics. 
like the isometric <laughs> top down, yeah. Yeah. Um, but from what I saw, some pretty amazing, um, like, story stuff going on. They got, like, oh, yeah. they got a narrator that narrates entire campaigns, and then, like, you've got to, like, you, you get to watch these very well written and well documented like literally like little documentaries that tell you about the history of what you're going through that's very cool and then uh at some points in the story campaigns as you're going through the levels the narrator will Mm -hmm. continue to narrate the battle as if it's as if it was really happening and it was retelling history as you're doing it Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. very nifty. Really, I'm really nice. To that. Yeah. It I'm really looking forward to that. Looks really good. So I we me and uh, Sam were playing a bit of uh Warhammer Dawn of War, uh the Ooh, RTS. Yes. Dawn of War two yes. this week. Ye, ye oldie Dawn of War. And it really warmed me up to playing another uh, real time yeah, real time strategy. So maybe Yee. the modern uh Age of Empires four will settle. Maybe, 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 instead of, you know what, next week, maybe we could have a LAN party next week. Ooh, maybe we'll have to chat to, uh, chat to the lads mm. back. Chat to the boys. Um, then after that, we have the Mario Party Superstars coming out. Yes. So. Yes. But, Ooh, you forgot to mention one thing that did come out this week. What else? Which we will talk about later on the show. Okay. So. Oh, well, are we talking about the Nintendo stuff? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Nintendo um, Switch Online we'll talk, Expansion we'll, we'll, Pass we'll talk, also came out, yeah. It came out this week, but we'll talk about it more later on. We will. Uh, but is there anything else to be playing this week as well, Lawrence, while we're here? You been playing anything else? Um, I've played, like, honestly, Football Manager's kind of taken over my life. Uh, what, for six, it, the six it, hours it, you were I'm, on? I'm fully hooked oh, in Oh, no, that's again. Riders Rebuke. <laughs> Sorry. That's Riders Republic. I, yeah, Riders, I, I will check Riders how Republic. many hours I've got Why did I say Riders Rebuke? Manager. Because I was thinking about River's Rebuke. <laughs> River's Rebuke. Oh, oh, my. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've, I've, just, I've just kind of checked my playtime. Oh, no. Okay, what is it? It's a measly 159 hours. How many... How Jesus Christ. What the hell? It came out on last Friday. God, that is... 155 hours. Let's see how many days that is. Well, what? I, I've, been, I've been playing it literally non-stop. Quite literally. Well, by bardings of the bounty, I play that as text. Right, okay. But, <laughs> you very good did a stutter uh also another new game that came out this week lawrence just just as we're remembering things was that bloody aquarium designer game you told me about it yesterday was. yes the yeah. aquarium uh, editor which is on my wish list actually yeah it's um, called it's called aquarium, aquarium designer. designer um i haven't been on the discord yet but i have got the game i haven't played it yet but I will be yeah, doing you got, that. You got very, very excited when I showed you. Oh, it looks so... I've, listen, I've just recently completed my own little aquascape, okay? I've been, I've been aquascaping. <laughs> so aquascaping. I understand what's necessary in the aquarium designing world. <laughs> and I feel like this game might just tickle my fancy a bit with the little aquarium. Tickle your fancy! <laughs> I'm excited to give it a go. It looks like you could like get rocks and different plants, and you can put your fish in there, and then and then you don't even need to buy a tank anymore. You can just you don't have to do anything anything in the real world. You just do it in the virtual world. I told my dad about it today, and first thing he said was, "It's a VR," and I was like, "Ah, oh, it needs VR. It's got to have VR. <laughs> but it doesn't have it yet. <laughs> but imagine if it had I VR don't... support. Uh, uh, That'd be amazing." Yeah, but um, the graphic quality would also have to drop as well, I imagine. I don't think it's that... I don't think graphically it's that intense. It didn't look that... It looks good. It didn't look like... Uh, I mean, you've you got to bear in mind it's got realistic water physics. Yeah. To a high-level degree. But that's possible. I think it's possible. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. I'll tell you what I did play, or what? at least I'm looking into this week. Oh, yeah. And this might surprise some of you. Go on. It's Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, what's going on at Cyberpunk I found, 2077? I found a very interesting mod for Cyberpunk 2077. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, well, no, no, I'm I don't, worried no, now. No, I don't mean that interesting. I don't mean that. I don't mean... Uh, uh, right, what was it? It, uh, it is a, uh, an immersive role-playing mod. Well, I'm still worried. 
don't be worried. Okay. <laughs> but, um, it's it's uh, the kind of features it's got is that you can like you build, you get your own home. You there's multiplayer in it. There's um, like you can purchase a property. You can go into the stock market. Uh, you can go out on dates. There's affinities. There's a reputation. You can go to a party. You can be a taxi man or get what? into a taxi. What is this? Yeah, yeah. This this is site. This is what this is what we wanted. This is what we wanted for Cyberpunk, but it's being done in a mod, and it's really who's, good. Who's who's in charge? Who's responsible for this? It's this whole. It's a whole team of it, apparently. Right. Um, it it provides a framework to make and design your own content. Um, okay. Working multiplayer, but it's temporarily down. In-game editor, qu- custom quest, gang walls, flying like you know. Like I'm not sure if you played the corpo or seen the corpo path where you get into that AV kind of thing where you get to fly where they fly you to destinations. That's in there. The train is usable, and there's taxis. It, it's mad. That it's is, actually mad. That sounds a bit crazy. You know, it's actually funny you said that because Sam bought Cyberpunk uh, the other day. Yeah. So now he's got Cyberpunk, so maybe we can do some multiplayer Cyberpunk and see what the hell's going on with it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because the mod stuff is probably the only thing keeping that game going at this point. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, So... Because they, I mean, this is the one minor piece of news which which did come out this, uh, I think it was this week, that they're pushing it, pushing back the next gen upgrades to 2022. Oh, yes. They released this game far too early. They sure did. Especially if they need to... Like you say, you know, push it all back. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's too early for Cyberpunk. <laughs> well, yeah, so you're yeah, having a good time. You're having a good time in Cyberpunk. Yeah, well, Still... I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking into it and I might download the mods and, and see it and okay. I'll update you next, oh, next yeah. week. Okay, very good. Nice. Anything else you're playing this mm-hmm. week? Um, I was playing on my PlayStation and played a bit of Spider-Man. Oh, yeah? How's, uh, how's Spidey Boy? It's uh, swinging about, you know. Yeah. Yeah, typical. Uh, typical. Bloody typical. <laughs> um, well, I've got a game uh, that I've already told you I was playing this week, but it might surprise some other people listening. Well, I'll be is playing it this Final week. Fantasy? It isn't, but it is an Ubisoft game uh, that I've been oh, playing this oh, week. So, oh. uh, so I was out the other day, and uh, I managed to pick up a copy of Starlink on the Nintendo oh, Switch. Yeah. Yes, now, if you don't this. know what Starlink is, this is the uh, Ubisoft's, like, take on Skylanders, which was this kid's game where you'd play a game, but you'd actually have to buy little characters. And then you would use the character. different characters would have different abilities, and you could buy little things to upgrade them and their abilities and stuff. And then uh, Disney got their own version and did Disney Infinity where they were all Star Wars characters and Marvel characters and Disney characters all in one universe I, with I've a story. some of those. Kind of like Kingdom Hearts Light, but you need to buy things in real life. So it's a big, it's a big you know, toy shell basically for for kids. Yeah, it's the, it's the push toy products because yeah. they were like, no, digital, digital's not where it's at. No, no, it's no, all it's toys. It's physical it's toys. things. Uh, Well, funnily enough, um, Ubisoft uh, decided to do their own version called Starlink. And in order to play Starlink, it requires you to have, uh, well, you get in the base game, you get, obviously, you get the game, but you can actually buy it digitally as well. And then you'll get, Mm. um, depending on what console you buy it on, you'll get uh, a basic ship with basic wings basic guns, a basic pilot. But what's interesting is that on the Nintendo Switch version, which is the version that I bought, um, it's actually a special version of the game they did with Nintendo where you get an R-Wing and Fox McCloud instead of a basic ship. And Mm. there's actually an entire like interweaving story based on Star Fox that's happening at the same time as the Starlink story on the Nintendo Switch version of the game. And it and it completely intermingles with with Starlink's initial story on the Switch. Oh. Now, before I go any further, all right, and some people call me stupid for buying this game. It was five pounds. <laughs> I bought it for five <laughs> pounds at a local like kids' toy sh- 
store and it was on the shelf for a fiver and I thought, listen, I would I would pay five pounds for a model of an R-Wing that looks like that good, you know what I mean? So Yeah, 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 yeah. But on the Switch version, the Switch version, you know with the, the Joy-Cons, they have, you can get, you get the little plastic mold where the Joy-Cons slide into to make a little handheld controller. But they've yeah. got they've got a version of that specifically for Starlink that comes with the game, where it's basically just the mold for the Joy Cons, but it has a tower in the middle, and then the ship connects to that, and so you've got in your hands like a controller with your ship attached, with your pilot in it, with your wings on, with the guns on, and the R wing lights up from the back when it's attached to this base with these controllers powering it. So the, the the ship bloody lights up, Lawrence, is what I'm saying. Oh my <laughs> it's god. Pretty cool, not gonna lie. Um, well, I've just I've just spotted something on YouTube. Oh yeah. Um to do with space and, and Disney, funnily enough. Well this is not uh, Disney. Okay, well go on. But got no you 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 finish. I've just I've thrown that out there. You just so put it out finish, there. There's we a, there's, we're this. gonna anticipate a space story oh. after this. Um, yeah, so 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 it's actually pretty crazy because not just Star Fox is in there. You've got Peppy, Slippy, and Falco, and um, like the 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 main Lilac ship. I don't know what it's called, but it's there. And the guy who operates that's there. And it's all voiced and it's all three D animated. And like when you're that's flying the R wing, like you get to see the pilot in the bottom left corner, kind of you know, he kind of moves his head around as oh, things like, is going on. Like the, uh, like how it used to be when they had like, you'd have messages in the original Star Fox. Yeah, yeah, you get that, but you'd get a permanent Fox McCloud in the bottom left corner of the screen, just like as if there was That's a camera cool. on him in the cockpit. So if like he gets shot, cool. he'll like shake about a bit and he, he, you know, and then when he talks, you know, his mouth will obviously animate and stuff just like, you know, he's sat there. It's really cool. And um, yeah, I, mean, there's, there's, I, I'm, I remember playing it, and, and I really wanted to get into it, but for some reason it just stopped. Uh, I should probably look into it again. I mean, this, the the overarching story of Starling probably isn't a groundbreaking story, but it's just the fact that when you're on the Switch version, so like the the opening cutscene happens, and there's all this stuff about whatever's going on in their story, and it's not that important to explain. Um, but but it'll go from what's going on there and there's a bit of trouble and they've got to go and investigate. And then it, the camera will pan and the camera pans away and then you just see these four R-wings appear and you're just like, wait That's a minute. Cool. How did how did they how did they add this to the main story? Like then Star Fox and and, and the team get involved, and then all of a sudden the Atlas guys are like, Who are you guys? You know what I mean? They like cut in <laughs> to what's going on. And then the Star Fox team help them out. And then they all of a sudden are kind of like intermingled together and they've got to go and do some stuff together. And it's just like, wow. That's, that's naughty. It's just so cool. And then I thought, okay, well, you know, I've obviously got to be carrying this bloody ship around whenever I want to play it. Well, it turns out you don't because you can actually just log in digitally and then just play with the R-Wing and the pilots and the gu- and the weapons and stuff without so actually like registered to your account i think so that from what i can tell it's sort of registered to you once you've once you've plugged it in so oh, you can actually that is very interesting you can hot swap stuff on the fly physically and it'll obviously hot swap it but you can also do it just digitally in the menu so there's like a little menu system for your ship and you can just do it there instead without having to make any changes oh. um, and it's also co-op so me having the r-wing i can have that and then someone else can have the original ship with you with some other guns and stuff and just then have split screen and do it that way and play through the story together that way so yeah anyway oh. I, no, I remember, it's really good like if you like star fox and stuff and you can grab this for a fiver yeah it's a pretty good time for a fiver so far yeah 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 it sounds it yeah well, i'm not sure if i'll go in i don't think i'll buy any other like guns or anything like that but they've got they do have a mm. lot of those mechanics that are the same like um like in like in uh, skylanders and w- where it would be like oh you need an ice ability to get through the fire rock or whatever so if you don't have a hero or some you know in skylanders that could that has those abilities you have, literally have to go to a store buy one in order to it. do that yeah. bit of the game so there are some things like that with the weapons that are like elemental stuff with uh with the with the uh with this game so uh but i so far haven't run into any trouble so 
It's been good. Well, um, that's very good. I would say two things before I wrap it up. One, mm-hmm. it feels like a little bit like Destiny in ships. Because mm. there's a lot of on-the-planet stuff. Oh, and by the way, you can literally go from space to the planets without loading on the Switch. That's impressive. You so literally you're saying... Are- it literally See, is like No Man's Sky meets Destiny. Meets Elite Dangerous. Meets Elite Dangerous on the Switch. Is Elite Dangerous on the Switch? No. It's really good. Like, you just you are just deciding to fly down to a planet from 100,000 meters away, and then you are like, you are going through the atmosphere, you're going to the planet, and then you're like kind of flying around on the ground level. It's really good. Okay, and the other thing I was going to say is that the actual ship controls are are amazing. Like, this obviously had to be very well designed for kids, but they literally have made the controlling a ship. Like, I've never never played, like, a, a game with a ship that controls this well. This is like the, this is peak. Peak ship control. Space. I mean, Nintendo Life gave it a 9.10. Uh, not, not 9 out of 10. A 9.10. A 9.10. Uh, IGN gave it a 7 out of 10. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't take... I think what... I think because I brought this up to you the other day and you said that, you know, it came out at the end of the Skylanders era. And, yeah. and I think that probably was the reason why it never went anywhere because, you know, m- mum and dad were already sick of buying all these Skylanders and Disney Infinity didn't even take off because of that. And that's Disney. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and when, when I used to work at game, we would have kids and, and my mum and dad's come in with bags of Skylanders to trade them in. Oh, uh, Christ, I remember that. Yeah. And, and, and it just got to the point they were all worthless. We'd have like, literally, I think I'd done like 90 to 100 things in one transaction and it like broke the till. I had to start again. But by the time we got through the multiple transactions, it took to do this trade in. It was only worth like 20 quid or something because yeah, they're worthless after that. And then the parent would be like, what the hell? I spent 400 pounds on all these and blah, 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 blah. And he'd be like, well, yep, but they're worthless now. So <laughs> yeah, because the demand is dropped. <laughs> yeah. So. so. When the demand drops, you don't get much value out of them. It's kind of like the to- it's toys for life, I think, is the term. Yeah. To- toys for life. But I-, I was just a bit surprised they didn't do, or so far that I haven't seen, they didn't do anything with Amiibos because they were sticking to this kind of proprietary Starlink type stuff instead of Amiibo stuff for Nintendo. But that's fine. I just think that Nintendo have Amiibos already, so it's like NFC stuff. I don't know why they didn't mm. do something special with that. Anyway. That's enough about Starlink. Good game at this. In 2021, it's a good Switch game for five quid. I mean, it came out in like 2018 for the Switch. Yeah, and and you know what? It looks so. great as well. It is a really good looking game. So I've I've obviously I went in with zero expectations, and I have been thoroughly, uh, you know, my expectations have been thoroughly exceeded playing this game so far. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! I also played that Warhammer well, game, which I oh mentioned. yeah, I, yeah, the uh, Dawn of War two. Yeah, we've we've spent most of this talking about Starlink. That's all right. I'm fine with that. No, it's not. There's so many much more things we need to talk about. All right, but let's more let's, important things in your crappy arwing. Let's put it on with it then, Lawrence. Let's get into some news. Well, first, this has just dropped. Okay, I'm, I'm kind of stepping on get real toes here. Okay, but I feel it's important. Okay. They've just announced, Disney and Pixar just announced Lightyear. Is this a Buzz Lightyear? As in Buzz Lightyear. It's a, it's, it's a origin story of Buzz Lightyear. Well, isn't the origin story that he came out of the box? Yeah, but this is like the actual... Like, do you remember Buzz Lightyear Star Command? Yes. Like cartoon. It's like that, but like CGI and Chris oh. Evans is voicing him. Okay. Wait, Chris Evans is... Vo- oh, you know what? That's not that's not too bad. No. I suppose. Not a bad casting. No. Um, strange, though. I thought I just saw that in there. Yeah, a- it's a strange one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hmm, interesting. And I've got another. I've got another link in for you here. Okay. Oh, was that the you're space talking thing? about being on the Switch and being on Nintendo. Was that the space and news, the, by the way? That was the space news. Okay, I just wanted to resolve that. Okay, very good. That 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 that, that stack has resolved, and we don't talk about stacks. No, not after yet. last night. <laughs> okay. Um, so obviously, Nintendo brought out the Nintendo 64 emulator this week. Yes. On Switch. Yes. How how do you mess it up? Uh, how? Yeah. So I've been gathering little bits of information to kind of, in order for us to discuss that this week. So, um, yeah. Apparently they're using the same emulator as the one they used for uh, the Mario 3D All-Stars. But... but did that, was that okay? Like, did that run okay? Well, not 100%, no, but it, it's clear that they were using it to, like, test the emulator. You know what I mean? However, yeah. the N64 emulation of Super Mario 64 is is very different from the 3D All-Stars Super Mario 64. Like, <laughs> they are different. There's, like, comparisons where... You know, you can actually see how in the All-Stars version of the game, they've done a lot more, like, text anti-aliasing, texture anti-aliasing. They've kind of been tidying it up here and there. Whereas on the N64 emulated version, they've got, um, you know, it's a lot more rugged around the edges. So really kind of the superior experience is going to be on the one you can't get anymore. Um, and, and, And the other thing to bring to that point is, is I don't think there was any... Like, I was thinking about Super Mario 64. Uh, there's not any, like, you know, water reflections or anything like that to worry yeah. about necessarily. Um, and then to use the same emulator for Ocarina of Time and then what we've seen here, which is we've had someone tweet out comparison pictures um, where you know, with the with the N sixty four version, the Wii U version, and then the Switch version side by side in a room yep. in the Water Temple, um, where it's basically a big atmospheric room that goes on forever. The the floor is water. Uh, there's a tree in the middle. On the N sixty four version, the the original version, the uh, water has like reflections. Um, it's kind of got like a trans translucent effect on it and then there's fog in the distance fog, yeah they use yeah. fog on the n64 to kind of help with the amount of things that needed to be drawn on the screen at the time but obviously now we don't need that anymore in games um but you know it is it is hard for an emulator to replicate everything on an n64 however in this room like, in like the- they got rid of the fog, yeah. and then they didn't do the reflection. It's like, yeah, Nintendo, you have the source code. Yeah. So on the Switch, what are you doing on the Switch version in the same room? You can see uh, the water texture is a really ugly, like hard opacity uh, texture. There's no fog, so you, so there's no atmosphere in the room, and that's also strange because when you compare other like areas of the game. Like in Kakiri Forest, uh, there would be a natural kind of, on the N64, the original one, there would be a natural kind of fog in the distance that just clouded everything up. On the Switch version, there's a haze over the entire Kakiri Forest. So the game looks, the Kakiri Forest looks slightly more washed out because the fog is very generic. So there is fog just around the place, but not in specific places and then there's not there's some reflection stuff not working and shadows aren't the same um, and it's the same with mario kart 64 as well they've done comparisons with that where there's fog issues and some fog in some places and there isn't fog in other places and it's different and oh and there was also issues with super mario 64 where some people were unable to save their game on the switch because the game was looking for a rumble pack on the controller that they couldn't find the uh super mario uh, super mario kart super kart that's what i mean sorry yeah i meant mario kart 64 if if i made that mistake i meant yeah so it's in mario kart they uh yeah they were having this issue so um as well so goodness gracious me what a mess. Oh, and that doesn't even bring up the netcode 
issues either. Apparently, oh, yeah, the latency issues. I've forgotten the term. I think it's something like lockstep, where it's like, you know, you're so you're paying for a service, and instead of Nintendo running their own dedicated service that people connect to, instead they say we're going to do peer to peer connection. So you're basically just paying for an unlock for you to connect to someone else's Switch, and then whoever hosts the game is where you've got to connect to on whatever part of the world they're in instead of a local server. And if there's any issues going in and out or of time um, with each other, instead of, instead of it just compensating as you both play and catching up with each other, the, the lockstep thing stops both people at the same time until they're both synced up again. And then we'll just play the next frame and next frame and next frame until it locks again. And this is what That's is creating just a nightmare. This is yeah, this is awful. It's it's showing up in like it's not just a visual thing, it's also audio. It'll mess up audio as well from the emulations, obviously. If you're playing multiplayer online through an N sixty four emulator and things are going in and out of, of time, that messes with audio and it'll stretch and compress audio out. So there's some funny clips of uh, Yoshi's story on the 64, and it's playing that funny theme song that's very... Uh, not that one, but that one is also a good one. Oh. But there's like some like Yoshi singing or something, and it's mm. just, it sounds like a nightmare. It sounds like a Halloween song because it's just stretching it, the, these little high-pitched squealy voices in and out of time from the multiplayer oh lockstep. Um, same with like, music and... Like, you, you, they're charging people extra for this, and it, they're not... Nintendo! Yeah. You're so, on par with... Uh, bloody... I would say Activision, but that's too low. I'd say Electronic Arts. You're on par with Electronic Arts. They're getting there, that's aren't they? It's disgusting. It's awful. And um, and the fact that, they, that they, they're making people charge more, and they have the goal to bring out a Nintendo 64 controller with it. Yeah, for people to pay for. And I think, um, I think you know, there's obviously small kind of latencies and stuff as well with it, but it's apparently some people are having worse experience than others with the input lag implementacy mm. but um yeah there's there's just there's multiple things it's not just it's not just like some people are unhappy this is like ruining kind of an experience for people paying for it you know because you would you would hope that the people who own the properties and the rights to the properties and 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 all of that they would be the ones yeah. to deliver the best possible experience but they are actually delivering currently kind of the worst experience. The worst, literally the that worst. That you can get. Yeah. Just, I can't put it into words just how scummy it is. And even like, I mean, when they announced it, I was like, oh, yeah, Nintendo 64 emulator. And they said, for an extra fee. As soon as I that, I was like, mm, mm-hmm. that's scummy. Yeah. And there's another. There's and another... now that's just reiterated my, my stance on it. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a couple of, of other things coming out of the woodworks that people have been investigating as well. So there's a couple of people. Uh, one guy was saying that when he was playing multiplayer, um, mm-hmm. he was noticing that those kind of that locking thing that was happening, where I think where the frame oh, was yeah. pausing and stuff, it wasn't necessarily inconsistent. There was like ways to replicate when it happened, meaning that maybe mm-hmm. there wasn't even an issue with the actual emulation but just the way that they're forcing people to peer-to-peer connect was creating it's kind of like the emulator itself was struggling to handle the multiplayer not people's internet mm-hmm. connection because it's easy to blame it's easy to say oh well your internet's not good enough but then we're watching you know i was watching a video of some guy you know everyone on ethernet everyone with really good internet you know, just playing online together and being able to replicate places where this lock was happening, like continuously, that they were able to do it over and over again in certain places in multiplayer, which was showing that it was not necessarily a connection issue. It's actually a problem with the emulation of the game. Yeah. Um, and there was also, there was also, um, I think Digital Foundry did a, a, a review on it where they said they had a great time playing multiplayer. But they were only playing with two people. So there was no issue when it was only, you know, a one-to-one connection. 
which mm-hmm. is interesting. And then the other interesting thing is there's also a Sega Genesis emulator, which we've not really talked about, me and you, but from what yeah. people are saying, that is really good. And there's no issues, there's no latency, there's no input lag, the games are running great, and obviously those are completely different emulations. Those aren't using the same emulator as the N64. That's kind of Sega's mm-hmm. own own thing. And they know how, you know, they've got theirs nailed down. So it's not like the Switch has got a problem. It's not like people's internet have got a problem. It literally is all just pointing to Nintendo and how they're doing multiplayer and how they're doing their emulators is just not good enough. No, no. And the fact that they've done this before, like they've done emulators before, it's a real big surprise. Yeah, yeah. And and the question that that is getting asked is, do you know us online and us on Twitter and us on here on the podcast talking about it? We care about it, but what percentage of people are we compared to every other kid or every other person who's not necessarily keeping up to date, who's just getting it, and you know? They're just they're just getting on with it, you know. How much do they actually yeah. care about this? And and do Nintendo know that? And maybe we're just the the minor, even though we're a very loud man, minority in terms of the you know the social network, the social media g- gaming talking people, you know, on Twitter, on on YouTube, and that. Um, but maybe we're not enough people, you know, to really compared to the amount of people who are going to be buying this and and paying for the subscription and just enjoying the games and getting on yeah. with it. Yeah. So, but maybe there's something to think about. Yeah, and the other thing that um, might be interesting, and this is like, I mean, this is theory crafting to you know conspiracy theory, but we we can see from this that the uh, the Super Mario All Stars, the 3D All Stars collection, has a better emulation of the game than the N64 emulator version. So, does that mean that Nintendo may have? other games that they're going to emulate better for products that they will charge you for, but just these can just be thrown into the the one, you know, the the rough round the edges emulations can just be thrown into the subscription. Do you know what I mean? Like they could yeah. still do a they, they could still do a Zelda collection for the anniversary and and those could be amazing. And people will buy them because Ocarina yeah. of Time's got the bloody reflections in them. In the trees. Yeah. You know, it, it could just look better. You know what I mean? If yeah. if you have access to all of the games now that you want to play, why would you buy them in the future? Well, the answer is because if they do a really good job on working on a product they want to sell you of the, you know, HD Ocarina mm-hmm. of Time or whatever. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, it makes sense, doesn't it? Like, it just makes sense. Just to give them a basic emulation for them to, to play with there. But if, but if the collector, if the real diehard guy wants the proper version of Ocarina of Time... Maybe mm-hmm. they're going to have to wait for the one where they've worked on it and they've tweaked it and they've upgraded the textures and this, that, and the other. And it's well fancy now. And look how much better it is compared to the one on the Switch Online. And everyone will go, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, look, now it's got reflections in the water, in the water temple. And it didn't have that on the emulator, on the Switch Online. You know? Uh, anyway, it's conspir- yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm conspiracy crafting, but... You are conspiracy crafting and we've got more news to get through to. So <laughs> let us move swiftly along. Yes. Before we spend another 40 minutes talking about Goodness one topic. Me. From one scummy release to another. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Destiny 2. Oh, I you didn't see this one coming. Oh, I did. Alt-tabbing out of Destiny 2 could result in a PvP timeout thanks to a major exploit. Uh, uh oh. Mm. Okay, that's strange. Mm. So what? So what's yeah. the details on this then? I just read the tagline. I didn't actually read the article. <laughs> Very good. And now you're on the spot. And now I'm on the spot. Very good. God damn it! How okay. dare you? Well, here's another hot headline. Oh my hot god! Headline. That's the that's the Ooh. new name for the quick new quick fire news. Hot headline. The Xbox Series S and X, two terabyte and five twelve gigabyte storage expansion cards coming later this year. Very good. So they're adding new um, new expansion cards, which they needed to do because there was only one option at the time and it was expensive. And now there's going to be more options. One of them will be more expensive and one will be slightly less on the new Xboxes. That's a hot headline. Hot headline. More hot headlines. Yep. 
Call of Duty Vanguard won't be as storage hungry as previous entries. That's because it won't be coming with Warzone, probably. Uh, probably. I mean, the storage requirements. <laughs> so apparently, Cold War came in at 175 by itself, but they managed to crunch it down to 80, 85. Yeah. So. By making the game look said, trash. They, have, they, haven't, they haven't said any numbers, but they said it's going to be significantly better and it's uh, new on demand texture streaming tech expected to save up to 30 to 50% on next gen consoles and PC hard drive space. No, you just means you've got really bad texture. Isn't that just like the the streaming things that they've been doing? They've been like yeah. streaming in text. That's literally the worst thing they could be doing. I hate it. Yeah. It's like every time you log into Call of Duty yeah. in the Modern Warfare engine, it wants you to update the shaders. And then every time yeah. you're in the game, it's going to be like hot streaming them in. And it's like, this is just nonsense. Anyway, that was a hot headline. Another hot headline. I want more hot headlines for you. Oh my God. No, it's my turn. My turn. Go. How dare you? Go for it. Okay. PUBG. (laughs) Past turn. Battlegrounds. Player unknowns. Yeah. Yeah. New update. We'll add chickens who will reveal your location. (laughs) (laughs) Just like in Zelda. (sighs) Zelda Battle Royale. That's what it is. That's a hot headline. Hot headline. Yes. The Division 2's next big content update is set for February. How? They're still supporting Division how, 2. What the hell? Nobody's, who's played Division 2 at this point? Quite a few people are still playing it, apparently. What, what, is, what is the gameplay loop at this point? Um, I don't know because I didn't get up to that expansion. I nearly did. I nearly finished the base game. It's quite fun, actually. It's got right. a good story to it. Okay. All right, well, good for them. Mm. That was yeah. a, a hot headline. Hot headline. What's your next hot headline? I've not got oh, one. Oh, I thought it was, oh, yeah, okay. it was going to be my um, turn, but I don't have a hot headline. Hot, hot headline. The GTA Trilogy trailer was released. Oh, yes. And? Yeah, it looks all right, you know. Oh, might, it looks I all right. Pick it, it, up. Oh. it looks pretty good. Okay, very good. I'm quite... And, and the system requirements is out. Oh, it. okay. System requirements. And, yeah, the, the rec- recommended system requirements is an Intel Core i7... This is for PC, obviously. Uh, 16 gigabytes of memory. NVIDIA GeForce GTX 970. Ooh. And 45 gigabytes of disk space. I mean, it is an old game, so... Yeah, yeah. But it's, that's, that's all three games. I did watch the, the trailer they did where it kind of swiped, you know, the comparison between the old and the new. Yeah, were, yeah, yeah. I didn't think they did that much to it, but personally i don't think i think it obviously will be a better experience but and and they did yeah. make some changes but i don't feel like it made the game look modern it just made the game well, look it's, less it's, bad it's a different light lighting system in it and different reflection system yeah anyway yeah um, okay new new hot hot head take line thingy yes satisfactory has a new update oh does and it includes now? Yep. Train simulation <gasps> with wreckages. With wreckages, so you can crash trains. Oh, oh okay. Well, I thought there were I trains already in Satisfactory. Yeah, but this time they can wreck the trains. But now, with wreckages. Now, train wreckage. I, I can totally foresee someone making Midgar from Final Fantasy VII in Satisfactory. Uh, very possible. And speaking of Final Fantasy... Yes? I'm hitting him hard and heavy with these hot, heavy take lines. The Final Fantasy creator, the father of Final Fantasy, uh, Hinobu Sakaguchi, is addicted to Final Fantasy XIV. All right. So this is the guy who created Final Fantasy. Created Final Fantasy, the first Final Fantasy. Oh, okay. He he left in 2003. Uh, He he hasn't been involved with Final Fantasy for quite some time. My goodness me. And he he plays a lot of Final Fantasy XIV. He's addicted to it, apparently. Can't get enough of it. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, so from one game that's on the PlayStation to another which is coming to the PC. God of War, the PC port, isn't being developed by Sony. Okay, who's it being developed by? It's being developed, it's handled by Jetpack Interactive. Okay, what did Jetpack Interactive do? I don't know. Oh, hang on, wait. They include NBA Live, 14, 15 and 16, Dark Souls, Plants vs. Zombie Garden Warfare 2. Apparently. So they've only really uh, got one big-ish they, title. They, they, worked, they worked on the PC port of Dark Souls. Yeah, I was going to say, like the Dark Souls is probably their best um, portfolio piece there for that. Yeah. Person, yeah. So that's cool. 
Yes, and I have from about three more pieces of news, two is Activision Blizzard related. Okay. Because I can't seem to stay out of the news. Okay, break it down. So, BlizzCon. Oh, yes. Know of it? <laughs> yes, this is, the, this is the convention for all Blizzard fans. Yep. It's on pause as Blizzard aims for a more welcoming and inclusive event. Ah, uh, yes, because... Me, meaning we have no money to do it right now. Well, also because, you know, they're probably worried at this point in time of the, the kind of people and kind of things people will be doing, you know, the, the potential walkouts and, you know, protests. Oh, the, the protests, and, the Q&As, yeah, it'll yeah. be a cluster clock. They just want to avoid real people in real life right now, I think. Yes, and yes they, I think they so do. so they yes. will be putting that on hold, Lawrence, of course. It makes perfect and sense. Definitely. <laughs> yes, very good. And funnily enough about Activision Blizzard, they have attempted to halt the lawsuits. Okay. And it's tried to take advantage of a conflict of interest from the DFEH. What is the DFEH? Uh, let me try and find it because all it says is DFEH. It doesn't actually say what the DFEH is. Okay. DFEH. Okay. Uh, it's the Department of, of Department of Fair Employment and Housing. Uh, uh, how is that related? That, that that's that's the that's the first that, that that was the first lawsuit that came for Blizzard. Okay, and the, and that's been Blizzard trying to pause it. They're trying to stop it. Oh, okay. Well, but it's been rejected. Yeah, well, of course. I mean, they, they have. So, this is this is what happens in big lawsuits, isn't it? They'll just always keep going. Like, I want to, I want to not do this. Like, okay, we'll take a look at that, and we still want to go ahead. Oh, yeah, but are you sure? I really think. Look, here are some things to just make this happen a lot slower. Okay, we'll wait, but I'm going to say no. Okay, well, you can't say no for another week. Now you have to consider it. Very good. So this, so I'm just reading through the article. This is quite interesting. Uh, the developer and publisher tried to put the suit on hold following an ongoing battle between the Department of Employment and Housing, the State Department currently suing Activision Blizzard for, discriminating, for discrimination and sexual harassment, and the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, the EEOC, had also brought a lawsuit against Activision Blizzard, which was settled on the same day it went public for $18 million. Okay, is there a and TLDR then, then, on that? Um... Basically, there's a conflict of interest. Okay. Um, from two lawyers, apparently. Two lawyers heading up the DFEH case had formerly worked with the EEOC on its own investigation into Activision Blizzard. So it's the same two lawyers that have been dealing with all this lawsuit on both sides. So that's, that's what they were trying to get at. They were trying to say, look, these two have got something against us. Um, it's a conflict of interest. Can we, you know, can, can we um, halt the lawsuit? And the judge has gone, oh, no. Right. That is certainly a hot oh, headline, yeah. if I've ever heard one. That is a hot headline. And I've got a, I've got a, a nostalgic headline. Oh, a nostalgic yeah. headline. Okay. Do you remember an old TV show called Game Master? Uh, is this that show that we used to watch together? No, that, that's Gamesville. Close enough. Okay, carry on then. So Game, Game Master was a British television program and, and chan, on Channel 4 from 1992 to 1998, and then on Challenge from 2003 to 2004. Apparently, it's coming back. Oh, on, not um, on TV, I'm assuming. No, on TV, because it's got Sir Trevor McDonald as Game Master. Who? What? You, you, you surely you know who Trevor McDonald is. I'm going to have to the really that. popular uh, tonight on Channel Four News. Oh, like, okay, proper popular. So, um, so what is Games gonna, Master then? What was it? Uh, well, it's a game show. Okay, and it's basically about uh, going head to head on like some games. Oh, uh, I believe it was. And it, okay. It, it, it seems pretty. It, it seems. It seems like that kind of style's coming back now. We're gonna. We're getting the, the decent game shows coming back. Okay. Nice. Well, um, the thing is, though, is that like kids these days, they're not like I don't pay for a like I don't even have a TV license because I had to pay for it, and I and I don't watch TV. I watch YouTube. I watch Twitch. I've got Netflix. 
I'm not going to be watching TV, so I'm not going to watch the show. The same with a lot of people these days, I'm, I'm guessing, you know? Yeah. So I imagine, I imagine they'll be looking to reach different audiences. I don't know how they've not said how. They've just said that Sir Tram McDonald is a new games master. Very good. I have one more hot headline. One more. Uh, Lawrence, I don't know how we missed this. How did we miss this? Pokemon Go creators have announced and launched a trailer for their new game. That's probably because I don't really care. It's bloody Pikmin. Uh, okay, yeah, my interest is still... Yeah. It's called Pikmin Bloom. So this is Niantic. So these guys made um, Pokemon Go. Uh-huh. Um, and they've now made a new AR game that is basically looks like if you were a me... You get, you get to make your like little me character, like a me Tomo thing. And then you go out and about and get your bloody Pikmin instead of Pokemon. Huh. I, I feel that is a very, very niche market. It is. That's more niche than Pokemon. It, well, Pokemon is That's not more niche. niche than That's, The Witcher. The thing is, is that Pokemon isn't niche. Uh, Pikmin is extremely uh, niche. Pikmin yeah. is very niche. I'm surprised that they're doing this, considering they just did like the Harry Potter one as well, right? So they did a Harry Potter yeah, one well, a couple of years well, ago. They did the Harry Potter one a few years back. They brought out the Witcher one, um, yeah. which came out like a few months ago. The only the only reason they would be doing more is that they actually make money from them. You know, this is a business thing, obviously. So, yeah. But who is? I mean, the Pikmin Bloom announcement has Shigeru Miyamoto in a Pikmin shirt talking about this game. Like that is, it takes quite a lot to get Shigeru Miyamoto to stand and rep your thing, right? So they must have. They must be certain that it's going to be worth what they, you know, what they've worked on. And, you know, you're, yeah, you're yeah. in Pokemon Go, you have this random avatar, but at least in this, you get to be your own little me. So, I don't know. It's 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 a strange one. I, I've only just literally in the last five minutes not seen one. this. So... Okay. Well, well, I have one more piece of news for you, which I think we should finish off with because okay. it's literally happening in about uh, an hour or two time. Yes. Tonight, it's the Sony State of Play. It sure... For October 2021. It sure is, Mr. Lawrence! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, have you been drinking Dr. Pepper again? Uh, no. Oh, shame. <laughs> So it's a 20-minute event and is expected to include updates on previous announced games, including upcoming Square Enix releases, Bethesda's Ghostwire Tokyo, and a number of indie-developed games. Okay, so it's going to be like indie for 10 of the 20 minutes, probably. And yeah. then And then some on Ghostwire. And then a mix of Square Enix and Ghostwire. Okay, well, that'll be a nice little 20-minute to see if there's anything interesting happening in the indie world on PlayStation. And if it doesn't give me Legend of Zelda HD Collection, I want those minutes back. Brilliant. And I will be selling your PlayStation 5. How dare you? And that's it for today. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of Get Real Gaming. And uh, if you did, the best way to show your support, other than obviously leaving us a rating, is uh, to just tell a friend who likes video games that we make it, that we do a show and you enjoyed the show. Give them an episode that you like. Just say, this is, this is a good one. And just say, this is that one. See what they think. And uh, then you guys can chat about it. And then say, oh, that Lawrence guy, he bloody, bloody sounds like a crazy uh, crazy cowboy, didn't he? And they'll be like, yeah, that Richard Crazy guy. cowboy. Yeah, crazy cowboy, there you go. A crazy cow. that's the best you could come up with, a crazy cowboy. Well, you know, what else, you, what else were you expecting? I don't know. That's why you're a crazy cowboy. And uh, yeah, I see. you can get in touch with us at Get Real uh, Pod on all of our socials. And it's uh, getrealgaming at gmail.com is our email address. Feel free oh. to send us an email. Are you okay? Oh, we forgot something. Oh, we, forgot we always something. forget something. Let's round we up. Forgot something. If you've gotten this far, you get the secret bonus news at the end. You get the secret bonus news. Okay, what is it? We went to go see Dune. We did. What's that got to do with video games? It was a game. It was originally, well, it wasn't originally, but it was a game, a really popular RTS game. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, well, fair enough. It was, and, yeah, okay. Timothy Charlemagne, who played Paul, was once an Xbox YouTuber. Oh, that does connect it. 
That does make a connection. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of it? You can't just say we went to see it. You're now, now you've got to leave it a review, Lawrence. I, well, I quite liked it. I didn't like this cinema screening we were at, but I quite liked the film. Yeah, I thought it was all right. I feel like it asked or opened up a lot more questions than the, than it answered, I suppose. I mean, the first 10 minutes was like, this feels like very Warhammery. And uh, I'm kind of yeah. digging it. I really like the the kind of the st- like the setting. I like the setting a lot. Yes. I like the epicness of the film. So non non spoiler review is in. It's pretty good. We'd say I reckon. It's all right. It's all right. Thanks very much for listening. We'll chat to you all next week. Have a good one. Bye-bye for now. Bye. What are you talking about Dune for the end of our bloody podcast? I, oh, I found his YouTube channel, man. Uh, what, how many subscribers? He's only, only got 16.4k. But it's about modded controllers. He used to mod controllers. He used to mod controllers. Oh, Xbox 360 controllers. <laughs> They're pretty good, you know. Bloody legend. <laughs>